Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Winner's Circle podcast. I am your host, Joshua Garman. This is the place where people who love sports talk sports. I'm going to cut through a little bit of the filler today. Um, today, we are going to discuss the second round of the NBA draft. It also just happens to be that tonight is the NBA draft at 7 p.m. Um, I will be watching that very closely whenever I get home from being with my best friend um, and hanging out with him. Um, so, we're also going to discuss the FIFA World Cup as well today. Um, how my bracket's going, so I am going to just go ahead and jump right into the second round uh, predictions for the NBA draft tonight. Um, I'm not going to be able to give all of the player comparisons and uh, examinations as I did in the first one. I have up to, um, let me see, I think I have up to, I have up to player 46 the draft selection for the 46th pick. Um, I have analysis for all of those, and depending on time, I might not be able to talk about all of them. Um, So, yes, let's go ahead. Um, With the 31st pick in the NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select Troy Brown, forward out of Oregon. Um, Why do I think that he would be great for the Phoenix Suns? I think he's a great passer. He plays very well on defense. He could use some work on his handles, but he also easily gets to the rim. Um, As for who I see him being like in the NBA, I think he's going to be sort of like a Danilo Gallinari who plays for the Clippers, used to play for the Nuggets. Um, He can score, um, but he might not be the leading scorer of the team, but he can do pretty well, and he can be a role player for you. Um, I think Troy Brown has great potential and that he can um, probably lead the Suns into the future. Um, It might take him a few years to develop, as with any player, but I think he could be a great fit for their organization. Moving on to the 32nd pick in the NBA draft, I have the Memphis Grizzlies selecting Keita Bates-Diop, forward out of Ohio State. I think Keita Bates-Diop is a skilled blocker, however, it's not the only skill that's in his toolbox. Um, he is also one of the most ex- exciting prospects in this year's draft, if you ask me. Um, he has a pretty good three-point shot and also backs down players using his sights and then makes moves to exploit the mismatch. I think, um, considering how poorly Chandler Parsons has been playing as of recently, I think that Diop would be a very good replacement for him at a small forward position. He also puts himself in very good spots to make steals, so he could benefit the Grizzlies immensely on the defensive level. Um, For the player comparison, I have him being like Iman Shumpert, um, who played for the Cleveland Cavaliers before that. He played for the Knicks. He's currently on the Sacramento Kings. I think he's that caliber player, um, and I should let you guys know before you guys get on to me. This is just an assessment of where I think they can potentially be. They might be better or worse in the NBA, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, As for the 33rd pick in the NBA draft, I have Kyrie Thomas going to the Dallas Mavericks, guard out of Creighton. Um, When I looked at Kyrie Thomas watching his highlights and Uh, his game tape. I see a ton of playmaking potential. He erupts off of the triple threat 
and shows great amount of skill when getting to the rim. He has an excellent shot beyond the arc. He's also a very well-rounded player um, because he not only shoots, but he's able to make passes in critical moments. Um, for the player comparison, I have him sort of being a Chris Middleton type player or Jamal Crawford. Um, I think that he is going to be a very um, exciting guy to watch when he comes into the NBA. Moving on to the 34th pick of the NBA draft, I have the Atlanta Hawks selecting Gary Trent Jr. out of Duke. Um, Trent is notorious for not for only having one real skill on the basketball court at the moment, and that's shooting. It's not to say he might not give you an assist or two um, every game, but he's not going to rack up huge numbers. Um, considering his three-point shot, I think it's one of the best in the class. He sticks to one thing, and he does it very well. He's not exactly a facilitator on the floor or a well-versed defensive player, but he can score. Um, and this isn't to say that his other skills can't be developed. Trent should work on the other elements of his game, including passing and defense. Um, I think he could start if the Hawks just need a defendable scorer or if he could be used as a player to come off the bench to fill that role, varying on how the Hawks roster wants to use him. Um, as for who I think he compares to, I think Patty Mills is a very apt comparison. Um, Patty Mills, he... Uh, is a very excellent scorer for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I, I haven't really seen much on the defensive side for Patty Mills. Doesn't mean he doesn't do that sort of thing. Um, it just seems like scoring is the best thing that he does. Um, again, Gary Trent might surprise me and develop his defensive game, develop his passing ability, so he becomes more less one-dimensional um so i also look forward to seeing what he does in the nba moving on to the 30 um sorry for that start i didn't mean to stutter um the 35th pick in the nba draft the orlando magic select anthony simons guard out of img academy um during his time at img academy anthony simons has shown a lot of promise um, declare, after declaring for this year's draft, Simons has slowly started to climb the ranks of NBA mock drafts, um, some even taking him in the first round. I unfortunately do not have that happening, and I have a reason why. Um, he has a lot to learn in terms of the NBA environment. Um, playing in high school is a lot different than playing in college, and playing in college is a lot different than playing in the NBA. Um, Simons showed in his high school career that he can be a great scorer as well as, as an excellent passer. His moves in the triple threat, uh, they are very calculated and also almost robotic. Um, however, he finds a way to get past defenders. Um, I think that um, like this could very well be a bust for the Orlando Magic, as I said with Trey Young earlier. Um, however, there are players such as Brandon Jennings, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James who all entered the league out of high school. I think this is another gutsy call for the Orlando Magic general manager. Um, however, it's potentially one that will pay dividends depending on how disciplined of a player he shows to be once he is drafted. I do not have a player comparison for him um, because, honestly, I, he looks very different than anybody I've seen. 
uh, in the NBA. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the 36th pick in the NBA draft. Um, who do I have for the 36th pick? I have Trayvon Duvall, guard out of Duke. Um, I think that Trayvon Duvall is perhaps the most underrated guard in this draft. He would provide a fantastic player at point guard for the New York Knicks. I think he's a very high IQ basketball player um, that makes the piece of, pieces around him better. Um, and it would be very exciting to see what he does with Porzingis. I think he is an extremely energetic guard. He has a good jump and good fundamentals. Um, he can make layups inside and has a solid three-pointer. Um, as for who I think he reminds me of in the NBA, I think he's like Sean Livingston, specifically the way he cuts through the middle of the court to get to the basket, how he draws fouls, and his passing ability. I think Trayvon Duvall is a very good player, and I'm excited to see what he does, whatever team he gets drafted to. Specifically, I would just like to see him on the New York Knicks roster. I think that would be very exciting. As for Hamidou Diallo, guard out of Kentucky, um, I think this player, uh, well, first of all, who he's going to. With the 37th pick, Hamidou Diallo goes to the Sacramento Kings. He's guard out of Kentucky. Um, I think that Hamidou, he has a good three-point shot. He might still be able to tweak it a little bit more. Um, I also think he's a good passer. Um, I'm not aware of how well he performs on defense, um, but um, in terms of player comparison, I think he could be an analog to Malcolm Brogdon, who plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, moving on to the 38th pick, I have Jerome Robinson, guard out of Boston College. I think this guy can be a great point guard at some point in the NBA. Um, I have him going to the 76ers because he can probably switch to the two-guard position for now or come off the bench for Ben Simmons. Um, I think that Jerome Robinson can really facilitate an offense. I think that he has a good jumper. Um, he has shown a lot of talent from the highlights I've watched. I do not have a player comparison for him yet, um, so I am going to move on to the 39th pick in the draft, which is also the Philadelphia 76ers, and they select Brandon McCoy, center out of UNLV. Um, I think McCoy is an excellent pick for the 76ers. He can provide a backup center that can train under Joel Embiid and can also act as a substitute if he gets tired or injured during the course of the NBA regular season. Uh, he is not shown to be the strongest player on the inside. However, his size does offer him a distinct advantage against other teams' defense. I think he's shown occasional glimpses of being able to shoot outside the arc. Miles Turner um, is a very prolific three-point shooter and he is who I compared him to because he doesn't look to be the most aggressive person when considering how he plays in the post. However, he is a very proficient player. Um, I think that if McCoy works on his jump shot, he could become much like Miles Turner. Um, I think that McCoy would be great going into Philly. Um, moving on to the 40th pick, the Brooklyn Nets select Melvin Frazier, forward out of Tulane. Why do I think this is a good pick for the Brooklyn Nets? Frazier, while not being the greatest offensive player, he only shot 29.5% from three-point range, and he has a questionable pull-up jumper, can provide the Nets with his defensive ability. Um, he does have a great skill of stealing the ball and knows how to stay with the opposition. 
Um, he can force tough shots and is able to maneuver past ball screens, um, getting clogging up the lane. Um, on offense, he is, does not have the best range, but due to his size, he can still score in the paint if he wants to, if he brings that level of aggression. Um, as for who I think he might turn out to be in the NBA, he might turn out to be sort of like Jay Crowder. Um, although Jay Crowder had a great has great three-point range, I think that um, Melvin Frazier sort of matches the defensive ability of Jay Crowder. I see Jay Crowder um, now with the Utah Jazz um, as more of a defensively skilled player, and I'm excited to see what Melvin Frazier does in the NBA. I am hopeful for his future. Um, moving on to the 41st pick, the Orlando Magic select Isaac Bonga, forward out of Germany, um, who I think he compared, well, I don't have a player comparison, I meant to explain why I think this is a good pick. Bonga would be a great choice for the Orlando Magic, seeing as he could deliver a much needed presence on the offensive side of the floor. He's a really good catch and shoot player, he scored around 59% on the floor for the Freeport Skyliners. Um, when playing in Europe, uh, I do not have a player comparison for him. Like Anthony Simons, it's a very unique case, um, but I think he has great potential. Um, moving on to the 42nd pick in the in the NBA draft, the Detroit Pistons select Josh Okogie, forward out Georgia Tech. Um, I think Okogi is a very smart offensive player. He makes intelligent passes when he notices players are open. He's also a very pure shooter. Um, much like Michael Porter Jr. in this draft class, I think he has a very good shot. Um, as for who I compare him to, I think he is a lot like Tyreek Evans, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Moving on to the 43rd pick in the NBA draft, Denver Nuggets select Grace Spalding forward out of Louisville. Um, at 6'10", 215 pounds, Ray Spalding has a lot of potential as a small forward in the NBA. Considering what he does well, he's very great at getting open on the fast break and finishing out the glass. He also provides a good safety net for teams by going up and getting offensive rebounds for second chance opportunities. Spalding has shown that he's able to get airborne for the lob and execute the dunk. I think a player of his caliber is much needed on a Nuggets team with potential to be great with players like Jamal Murray um, and who else is on their team? Nikola Jokic. Um, as for who I compare him to, I think he can be sort of like Grant Hill. Um, my other comparison I'm going to leave out because the player is actually on the team currently. Um, for the 44th pick in the NBA draft, I have the Washington Wizards selecting Jacob Evans, guard slash forward out of Cincinnati. Um, I think Evans is a great pick for the Washington Wizards as he's an offensively talented player. He has the play display that he can perform very well from the arc. Uh, he has the size to play either the two or three in Washington. I think with some time he could take over as the starter, replacing Otto Porter Jr., uh, he also has the ability to finish on the fast break and has great court awareness. Um, this prevents him from being a very large target for steals and blocks. Um, I do not have a player comparison for him. Um, some of these players I just have not had enough time to evaluate. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the 45th pick in the NBA draft and the Brooklyn Nets select Omari Spellman. 
forward slash center out of Villanova. As we've seen previously, this year's draft class has a lot of talented players out of Villanova University. Spellman is no exception to this rule. Omari Spellman possesses a great mid-range jumper for a big man. He can also make defenders work extra hard with his ability to play in the post. He also boasts a decent three-point shot, um, doesn't give up on the offensive glass. Considering Julio Okafor has been a failed experiment for Brooklyn so far, it would make total sense to give Spellman a shot at the starting center position for the Nets. As for who I think he could be in the NBA, he sort of strikes me as a kind of Kyle O'Quinn character. Um, I really like what I've seen so far out of Omari Spellman, and um, I think he would be great for the Brooklyn Nets. Moving on to the 46th pick, which is the last I have a player evaluation for, well, actually not player comparison. Um, it's the last one I have an ex- explanation as to why they're being picked. Um, I think at 6'6", and, well, I haven't even set my pick. Excuse me. Um, the 46th pick, the Houston Rockets select Bonzi Colson, forward out of Notre Dame. At 6'6", and 224 pounds, Colson be a worthwhile selection by the Houston Rockets. I think that he knows how to player, beat players inside the post with an already established offense including Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella. Colson would be a nice addition to the team as he allows for a more extensive front court offense. In addition to this, he might be able to snatch a few offensive rebounds, which is always good for teams. He can also contribute to the defense with his ability to block. I think he'd be a great power forward to replace Ryan Anderson at a starting position. And this would only add to the depth of their bench, seeing as they also have Eric Gordon and Gerald Green on their bench as well. Um, For my player comparison, I think he is much like Jared Solinger, except a bit smaller. Um, Moving on to the 47th pick in the NBA draft, the Los Angeles Lakers select Chemezi Metu, forward slash center out of UFC. Um... Moving on to the 48th pick in the NBA draft, I have Theo Pinson, forward out of North Carolina, um, going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I think Theo Pinson, I am personally a huge fan of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, Watching his um, games, I see a lot of playmaking ability, such as um, Kevin Durant has shown. Kevin Durant is one of those guys who uses his size to his advantage. Um, I think Theo Pinson, he is a very um, lengthy player. I think that he has a good job. He does a good job of scoring inside, getting those second chance rebounds, beating you on the dunk, and he can also score from the perimeter. So that's why I compare him to Kevin Durant. It might be too early to say that he has that potential. People might say I'm crazy for saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway. 49th pick, the San Antonio Spurs select Costas Antetokounmpo forward out of Dayton. Um, Much like his brother, he shows a lot of um, talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I see him paralleling and being a big star, just like his brother. Um, I think it would be a great move for the San Antonio Spurs, who have a threat of losing Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers or teams if he is not um, 100% sold to just be on Los Angeles. Um, 
and with players like Patty Mills and Danny Green, there is still some potential there for the Spurs to be a really good team. Um, I just think this would be an excellent pick. Um, and he's a steal in the draft because he hasn't been mentioned on a lot of the big boards. Um, moving on to number 50, the Indiana Pacers select Billy Preston forward out of Canvas. Uh, Canvas? Uh, out of Kansas. Um, I think that Billy Preston, uh, I had uh, Devontae Graham also going to the Indiana Pacers, and I think with Al Jefferson moving up in age, it is time to start looking for someone who could potentially fill that role. Um, I think that uh, Billy Preston would fill that position. Um, he, he's a very big player. Um, I honestly need to watch more game tape because I don't know a lot about him. Um, but having him pair up with Devontae Graham in Indiana would be very cool. Um, moving on to the 51st pick in the NBA draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Shake Milton, guard out of SMU. Um, the 52nd pick in the draft, I have Rodian's Keurigs forward out of FC Barcelona via, via Latvia. Um, moving on to the 53rd selection in the draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Tyus Battle, guard out of Syracuse. I'm going to explain this one even though I don't have an explanation on the um, form that I'm using. Uh, so basically, the reason why I like Tyus Battle um, going to the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think that Tyus Battle is a really talented point guard. I think he really knows how to be a floor general. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. He really knows how to get to the hoop. Um, has a decent three-point shot, um, and with the controversy of Russell Westbrook more seeing like he's padding stats instead of um, playing as a team player, I think Tyus Battle, if they wanted to trade Westbrook and sort of get a revamp on the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think Tyus Battle would be a great person for that. Um, again, he could always come off the bench for Westbrook. Um, but I see him being a lot more talented than that. Um, so that's why I have him going 53rd to Oklahoma City. He's not really been a person that people have been throwing his name out there. Um, so yeah, I'd really like to see him get drafted. Moving on to the 54th pick in the NBA draft, I have the Dallas Mavericks selecting Javon Carter, guard out of West Virginia. Um, with the 55th pick, the Charlotte Hornets select Brandon Sampson forward out of LSU. Um, I, I liked what I watched of Brandon Sampson's pre-draft workout. I think the um, Charlotte Hornets could use a very nice post presence in the NBA. He has a great shot, um, and I really need to watch more of how he performed on the collegiate level. But I think that he would be an excellent pick to sort of guide that team into the future. Um, moving on to the 56th pick in the uh, NBA draft, the Philadelphia 76ers select Landry Shamit, guard out of Wichita State. A lot of people had this pick going earlier. Um, I 
do not think he's as talented. Um, it's no, that's not the right words. Um, I just don't see as much potential as people have been um, putting on Landry Shaman. That's not to say that he can't be a great player. I'm sure he has a lot to offer. Um, but like in terms of just like how I see him, uh, I see him being like Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee coming off the bench. Um, maybe Brooklyn Nets, Corey Lee, not necessarily New York Knicks, because he's signed, kind of, um, been not as productive as he used to be. Um, but best wishes for Landry Shamit. I hope he does really well in the NBA. Moving on to the 57th pick, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Sviatoslav Mikhailuk forward out of Kansas. Um, I think um, Spiat could be a very good role player in Oklahoma City. Um, I, I, I see him a lot as a Nikola Marodic sort of player. Um, I think he has a great shot. He's not the most athletic player in the world, um, but he can definitely give you quality minutes while on the floor. Um, so I am really excited to see what he does. Um, with the 58th pick, I have Shamori Pons guard out of St. John's going to the Denver Nuggets. Um, and then for my final two picks, I have the Phoenix Suns selecting Yonte Madden guard out of Georgia. Um, and then with the final pick in the NBA draft, I have Alonzo Trier forward out of Arizona. Um, so you, that's the end of my personal NBA mock draft. That doesn't mean that this is what's going to happen. Um, obviously, NBA general managers are very think very differently than what your average everyday person who's watching highlights and game tape um, are seeing. Um, but these are just where I would like to see these players end up. Um, you guys, let me know what you think um, in the comments. Uh, maybe of my Instagram or Twitter if you agree with my picks if you disagree with my picks um, what do you think of the players and what are their positions maybe you see some players that I have ranked going higher um, that I've ranked lower um, but yeah I just want to hear your thoughts on that um, so now we're going to talk about the World Cup and basically how my bracket's going um so basically, I had, let's see what my predictions were. Um, we had, so in the Russia-Egypt game, I think I had Egypt beating Russia. Uh, yes, I did. So I lost that one. And then Uruguay, I had winning over Saudi Arabia. They won 1-0. Um, so that was a win for me. These are match twos in Group A. Um, for Group B, Portugal beat Morocco 1-0, which I predicted Portugal would because they're a very talented team, um, and you don't really hear a lot about Morocco. Um, as for the um, other contenders in Group B, I had Spain beating Iran, which turned out to be um, what happened. They beat them 1-0. Um, for Group C, Denmark tied Australia. I had Denmark actually beat 
beating Australia? Nope, Australia beats Denmark, but I said it was going to be a close game. Turned out to be a really close game, because it was 1-1 and they tied. Um, for Group D, I had um, Argentina beating Iceland. Uh, Argentina and Iceland tied 1-1. Um, so that was really null on my bracket. Um, for Croatia, um, Nigeria, I had Croatia beating Nigeria, and they ended up doing that. They ended up beating them 2-0, so that was a win for me. Um, for Group F, Mexico beats Germany. That was a loss. I had predicted that Germany would win that game. Um, however, Sweden, who I picked, beat South Korea 1-0. That was a win for me. Um, and best of luck to their player that got injured. I don't remember the name, but um, it always sucks when something like that happens. Um, for Group G, my dark horse, Belgium, beat Panama 3-0, uh, which was surprising to me because I thought that might be a little bit of a closer game. Um, they ended up getting blown out. Um, England, um, which probably was the favorite, I had Tunisia beating them. Tunisia lost to them 2-1, um, so that was a loss for my bracket. And then finally, Group H, um, Japan beats Colombia, which was a huge shock to me. Um, but, you know, with the World Cup, there's always going to be upsets. It's a lot like March Madness, um, except these players are professional. Um, and then finally, um, in the game against Senegal and Poland, which is a really strange matchup. Um, I had Senegal beating Poland, and indeed they did. They beat them 2-1. Um, so that was a win for me. Um, so my previous record in the World Cup matches, um, this is just before the round of 16 even starts, it was two wins, three losses, and five where I either didn't call it, um, didn't get to call it, or they tied. Um, so now, with what happened in the rest of round one and round two, my current record now is nine wins, five losses, and seven ties, uh, which is pretty good when you're considering it. Um, it means out of a total 21 games, I have at least nine being predicted correctly, um, only five being incorrect, and then seven where the outcome just didn't work out in either person's favor. So, um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, and that is going to be the end of this podcast for today. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you are new to the podcast, please like if you enjoyed what you heard. And also subscribe to the podcast. I'm doing my best to put out quality content. Um, and I do not have a lot of technology to go along with it. Um, but I am just working hard to give you guys what you want. Um, so please let me know if you like what you are hearing. Uh, leave comments in my social media. My social media for this podcast is at Winners Cirque Pod, capital W I N N E R S, capital C under, well, lowercase, I R C, and then capital P 
lowercase od. As for my um, personal uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's at capital F-L-E-X underscore capital L-U-T-H-O-R 96 flex underscore Luther 96. You can find these accounts on all social media. They're all branded the same. Um, and also follow my Facebook page for the Winter Circle Pod. For Winter Circle Pod, if you enjoy what I'm putting out. Um, again, thank you for anybody who's listening. Um, I plan to have more episodes soon. Um, next time they will be longer. At seeing as I did not get to do a rundown this time around. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it, and I really hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day.